0: Welcome, everybody, to our Heart of David Worship Night. Um, If you're at home joining us, hello, hello. We're glad you're with us. Uh, We're really excited just to be here, to be able to worship Jesus. Let's just invite Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, come fill this place. Come and fill our homes, God. Wherever we are, we know you are. We just invite you to have your way. We invite you to be glorified. We invite you into our hearts, God. We give ourselves to you, and we just honor you. We honor you with our lives and our praise tonight, Jesus. We're so thankful that we have the freedom and the technology to be able to worship together, even when we can't be together. And so we just lean into that, Jesus. We know there is no distance in Holy Spirit, so we lean into what corporate worship looks like tonight and receive from you. We give you praise and glory in all things, as always. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship him.
1: Praise! It's Your breath, Jesus, giving us life, sustaining us. It's Your breath. Mm. Just all the earth lifted, all the earth will shout Your Our hearts will cry. These bones
2: will sing, great are you, Lord, and
1: we sing of your greatness,
2: all the earth. One more time to the
1: earth, your friends, our hearts will cry these praise glory 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 for his name is Glory praise the Lord His name was shout his name, glory, glory, glory. Just in your own words, wherever you are right now, make his praise worthy. Oh, we lift you high and high. We can't say enough of your goodness. Can't exaggerate who you are, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy of it all and more. You're worthy of it all and His name is glorious, glorious, glorious. To our God we lift up one voice. To our God we lift up one song. To our God we lift up one voice, singing hallelujah. To our God, we lift up one voice. To our God, we lift up one song. To our God, we lift up one voice. Singing hallelujah. Just everywhere. Sing hallelujah. Singing hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're singing hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah to the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah to the Lamb that was slain who sits on the throne. We're singing hallelujah. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Jesus, we honor you. We glorify you. You're so worthy. You are so good.
0: Papa, we just adore you tonight. sing this chorus I just want to say out loud that this this isn't just words just drink it in, just drink in his goodness just drink in his goodness today Jesus, sometimes we forget how good you are but we will die on this hill we will fight for this Jesus this is the song our children will sing because of you in our lives we're going to sing it out right now sing you are good, okay and mean
1: it You are good Fill us with your hope to overflowing now. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every area of your life that you're not,
0: that's not glistening with hope is a, means you're believing a lie. We just break lies off of you right now. We just break every lie. This too shall
1: pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: worship nights are just a little different than a Sunday morning, and um, so first of all, thank you for joining, and second of all, I feel like the Lord is just doing a plethora of things, like we're going from one extreme to the next tonight, and it's gonna be amazing because it's short, sweet, and to the point, but as we're singing this song, I was thinking about Isaiah 55, which is where the Lord took me this week, I was just kind of zooming over that the whole uh, the entirety of Isaiah 55 and I want to start with this like as we're singing you are good I know that there are people who have a hard time saying that let alone believing it because everything in your life doesn't look like God's goodness it thinks that things actually don't look good and if we look outside the door it doesn't look good people are dying things are are scary but that's that's what we're seeing at this level, like what our eyes can see. No matter what, overall God is good. And He is doing something beyond what we could see. And I was thinking about in Isaiah fifty five at the beginning it says, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. And I felt like just here for this a second if if we're singing you are good and in your heart you're having a hard time believing that you don't know but yet at the same time you want to feel that you want to believe that you want to know the Lord closer like he's saying right here if anyone's thirsty come and drink and so just right now I'm just to release that over you that like in this moment holy spirit would you just in our hearts in our rooms right now that the ones that are watching or maybe watching tomorrow or whenever they pick up this video lord that you would encounter them right where they're at and every single lie that comes up against the truth that you are good right now has to crush it has to crumble and it has to fall in jesus name God, we trust your word that says if we're hungry, if we're thirsty, then come. And so right now, God, in every household, in every room, in every chair, in families, whether you're alone or together, whatever that looks like, Holy Spirit, would you just come and encounter hearts? Just encounter hearts with your goodness. Just let an abundance and overflow of your goodness just sweep through hearts right now. In Jesus' name, I just thank you for your goodness, Father. God, I thank you that our eyes beginning to see from your perspective, even as we move through the night tonight, as we pray into different arenas and different things, Father, that our perspective shifts. God, our perspective goes from what we see at the natural, and what we hear and what we see on the news and all the media, but it shifts into the heavenlies. God, and that we begin to gain vision for what you're doing, what your purpose is, what you've already done, the goodness that's happening right now in this world. So we just thank you for that and devil you're a liar God, satan you're such a liar man we just curse you satan and in fact satan we say you have no authority in the rest of this night we covered this next 45 minutes by the blood of christ and satan you are deaf dumb and unaware of any of the things that we pray any of the things that we declare right now every heart right now is being encountered satan you are not allowed to touch in jesus name so I just thank you, Father. It goes on in Isaiah in verse three. It says, come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. And six, it says, seek the Lord while you can find him and call on him now while he is near. And I think that's so perfect for the moment that we're in because I don't know about you. I've been with the Lord for a long time and I feel like, I felt like I sought the Lord like the best that I could, but there's been something that's shifted in this time where I seek the Lord because He's near. He he just feels so near. He's here and I just declare that over you tonight that as we pray over different things, just in your own heart, like that you would just seek God because it's so ripe right now. Like what else are we going to turn to? Like we're gonna turn to Him because He's here and He's good. And then he goes on in verse eight, it says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. This is so good. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. This is where the trust comes in and we have to trust. His word says that his ways are higher Like we might think that we have it planned out. We might see like, okay, once April ends, then this and this and this. No, his ways are higher. His his thoughts are higher. We just get to come in humble and align with whatever he's doing. And as our hearts are drawn to him, he's near, it's ripe, we're hungry. We just encounter him. We get to come into alignment with what he's saying and what he's doing and then it's amazing. So we're partnering with him and what his plan is through all of this, aside from even the corona or this pandemic, like it's a huge deal, but even in this moment, it's it's for you and me. Even if we think of the timing of it all, like holy week and and just God is so awesome. He is so smart, so much smarter than us. His ways are higher. Okay, in verse 11, it goes on to say, it is the same with my word. I send it out and it always Produces fruit, it will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song, and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will—this <laughs> is great. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name, and they will be an everlasting sign of his power and his love. And this is where we're gonna transition into the next portion of what we're gonna do for the next 40, 45 minutes, and that is this. We're gonna have some people that are gonna pray, and just as these, as these amazing women pray, they're gonna come in to alignment with the word of the Lord. And the Bible says, right where I just read it says, it is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit so as we pray tonight and you join with us from where you're at we're coming together and we're sending out the word of God and it will produce fruit what does that mean that means we will see results we will see God do what he intends on doing we're sending it out to produce fruit it's not we don't pray these things and they fall dead no we pray these things and they go flying out of here with power and authority and they produce fruit that will last. I love it. I want to read this again. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. And then and then it just talks about, you know, how where dead things were, where negative things were, where all the bad things were, what's going to come up now is good good stuff things will sprout up, and that's what's coming. That's what's happening with the whole season that we're in right now is we're seeing, and Aaron talked about it on Sunday, we're seeing dead things go, and we're seeing the new come to life, and that's what's happening, and that's what we're going to be praying into. We're going to pray the Word of God, the words that He's spoken, and we're going to see what's going to happen is the events will bring great honor to the Lord's name, and now and in years to come, generations to come, people will look back and this will be a sign of everlasting, everlasting sign of his power and his love. It is not about us in this very second. It is in a way, but what God is doing now is for future too. And so we get to, this is an honor to be a part of this. This is huge. And so man, would you just, Stay engaged with us for just the next 40 minutes. It's a, a special unique opportunity that as we just lean into what the Father's saying, what he's declaring, what he's wanting us to go after, when you just join in with us. And as we align, again, I just love that picture of our prayers flying out with like fire bullets or whatever. And they're powerful, they're effective, and they will produce fruit. And so, amen. Wow. Whew. I'm so happy you're with us. Um, I'm gonna pray over you guys and over us and then we're gonna have Leah come up and she's just gonna release hope um, just to start the night off. So God we just thank you. thank you for uh, every single time that we're here. I just am lavished with gratefulness and thankfulness that I that we still get the opportunity to worship, to thank you, to praise you, to speak out loud, to let words echo into hundreds and thousands of homes and nations and whatever and so we're just so grateful tonight father let us hear what your spirit is speaking to us to pray let us partner with what you want to do tonight and god we just say yes and amen that as we pray our words your word goes out and it produces good fruit that will last in jesus name amen
4: Tonight, just, Tonight I want to pray hope over you. And it's in the private place. It's in the secret place that we find his love. And he is inviting us like never before to the secret place with him. On Sunday when I was getting ready for um, church, the live stream, I just heard God say to me, meet me in the secret place. And I thought I had been tucking myself away and I thought I had been meeting him and greeting him and sitting with him. But my heart wasn't quite postured where he had me. And so I stopped everything I was doing and I went to that moment with him and he told me a specific song to play and I played it and I just sat there in my secret place with him and I just heard him say, Leah, let me fill you with love. Let me fill you with more love. Let me overwhelm you with my love. Let me heal you with my love. Let me go to those places that you have right now that are just wondering or questioning or needing or just not understanding. Let me overwhelm you with my love. And as I postured my heart into the place of His love, once I knew that I was filled up and completely overflowing, He said, now sit with me and rest in my love. Rest in my love. And I just sat there, and I just rested, and I did not even think about anything but his overwhelming love for me and in that love is where we find his hope in that love is where our faith increases in that love is where our trust is built And it says right here, I have several different scriptures. I'm just going to kind of go through them. It says, God's hope gives peace and joy. In Romans 15 and 13, it says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. We're being invited right there into his hope, his peace, his love, his joy. Jeremiah 29 11, one of my all-time favorites, it says, God has, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster to give you future and a hope. In Malachi three sixteen, God listens to you and knows you. He hears you. He knows you. In Matthew 25 and 21, God wants to celebrate your Faith. In Joshua 10 and 25, God fights for you. Even right now, all of these things that are uncertain, all of these things that are really happening around us, He has already gone and fought for us. He has already won the battle. He has already won. So all we have to do is sit and have our hope in Him. And I read, uh, last night, as I was going to bed, I read a word of prophecy from Doug Addison, And it just, it speaks so much on hope. The whole thing was about hope. And at the end of it, it says, be at peace. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 4 and 7. It says, it will be important to walk in peace in the midst of the storms. God has you covered, and what is happening is not going to continue the lord is releasing supernatural levels of peace and hope to cover you and so I'm just going to pray the canopy of hope the canopy of peace the canopy of love and all of these things not just to cover us but to cover our homes to cover our families and right now we just say father god let us know the private place with you let us accept that invitation right now into the most secret place with you let us find our hearts posture towards you and all that we do and all that we say and all that we speak and all that we hope for and all that we rest in let our rest be a time of just that the enemy has no hold the enemy has no authority the enemy has no right into our private places into our restful places into our peaceful places and we just say in those places alone we find hope in you because we know you and you alone have already gone back. us you alone have anchored us and we just say thank you we just say Father God cover each and every heart here today and every person watching in every home let their homes overflow with such love that when the doors open it's just a floodgate of hope a floodgate of peace the floodgates the refreshing waters of your love I just right now I just reach my hand out and I say for every home gather with your families and just release love into one another and onto one another. Release a peace that has never been in your home before. Release a joy that is bountiful in all that you do. Release the peace of God like never before and let us just remain hope-filled, hopeful in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
5: would just uh like to ask you all to join with me tonight as we pray for our president and our government regardless of how you feel about any of those so lord i just ask right now that you would bless president trump lord your word says that you set up and you set down god and he's in the place that you've set him for such a time as this and i ask lord that you would bless him physically in his body that he would be healthy and strong i ask that you would bless him emotionally lord that he would have times of rest that he would have friendship surround him, Lord. And I also ask that you would bless him spiritually, Lord, that it's at a time like no other, he would lean into you, that he would draw near to you and you would draw near to him. Lord, I ask that you would surround him with spiritual voices that lean on you as well, God. Lord, that there would be no one trying to talk in a way that's other than what you have for him, Lord. I pray that anything that is being done in the dark would be exposed in the light. Lord, I declare that he will hear truth from you and from those surrounding him, Lord, that there would be no hidden agendas. Lord, that what we would hear from him and from those coming from him, Lord, would be truth, full truth, not just fear God, but full of truth and hope would be what he would speak. And, Lord, I pray that he would be given divine wisdom and strategy on how to lead this nation at this time through this medical crisis that we're in, Lord, and also the economy, Lord, that he would know how to bless it. That it would come back, and as Pastor Aaron has spoken of, not just be restored, but be redeemed. I pray that over him, Lord, I also ask that you would bless our governor as he makes decisions for this state, Lord, that you would anoint him, God, that he would make wise decisions, Lord, that you would bless him and surround him with people, Lord, that are trustworthy and that believe in you, Lord. We ask for godly counsel, wisdom, Lord, and divine strategy. Lord, I also pray over every state uh, leader, every county official, every local leader, Lord. That there would be no no one seeking fame or name lord but they would just be after the hearts of the people lord and after you i ask for godly godly counsel in this time and i ask lord that there would just be truth that would surround and cover this nation lord and that things would settle down quickly lord Bring you in remembrance of the prophetic words spoken over this nation about this Passover, the importance, and what we are expecting to see in this nation, Lord. And we ask that America would rise up now and choose you, Lord, and choose you in Jesus' name. Amen.
6: of prophets that um we follow uh that they're they have a long track record of being correct and having their hearts connected with the heart of god and i'm amazed in this season how the prophets have lined up so well they are all their their words go together and it's it's all reflective of what god is doing in this time um One of the major prophets that we listen to is Chuck Pierce, and he said, when bad stuff happens, there are two questions that we need to ask. One, what is the enemy trying to do? And two, what is God saying about it and through it? And with this coronavirus, I don't believe and I have not heard any of the prophets say that God caused this. God did not cause this. However, he is taking advantage of this awful opportunity to bring the nations back into alignment. Um, he said right now, God is aligning, is, is aligning the nations. He is dividing them To see how they are responding to him. And watching how the nations will receive this next move of his spirit. How a nation chooses to enter into this next move of my spirit is how I will stop the destruction coming against them. This Passover, which starts tomorrow night at sunset at 8.08 p.m., I believe, to be exact, He said that this would be, and others have said, that this would be the most important Passover for the the greatest move of God. The virus will start to shift at Passover. And for those that have been following, Ohio is entering into this. Ohio is doing well. We are seeing the shift already. We are responding to the heart of God. Robert Heidler said, My people must understand that this Passover this year, they must understand Passover this year and move across to enter into a dimension of of understanding the power of the blood of Jesus because they will experience Passover this year. Starting with this Passover, we have a shot at America looking like what it's supposed to be. In the USA, there have always been things that have happened that have positioned us to come into our identity, and hell is raging over this. The United States, I heard this today, I listened to this today, and I thought this was amazing. It was so true. The United States serves as a firewall to the rest of the world against Satan wants to do most, which is to bring worldwide anarchy. And America has survived for three reasons. We stand with Israel. We feed the poor. And we preach the gospel to the world. We must, this is a time that we must move back to this. And there must be a somber evaluation of us personally. Because we will not corporately stand before the Lord at the the the, uh, point of judgment we will stand individually before him so there must be this introspection and the, the the honest examination of our hearts and we quote the verse all the time about you know if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray will humble themselves and pray we want to get to the rest of it but we must humble ourselves and pray this is a time of deliverance And we must rend our hearts and repent we must return to our original love and fire our first love the prophets have spoken and they're all saying we are going to come through this i don't think it's going to look like how i thought it was going to look you know like heaven on earth and and paradise I think there's going to be a lot of contending for a long time to to bring heaven to earth and the kingdom of God here. However, the more we yield to the Lord, the more quickly it's going to happen. And uh, Chuck said that starting this month, everything is changing and we must embrace it and be willing to to yield and give ourselves to what he is doing. And that by August of this year, we would have a new voice. And I don't know what that means, but that just really excites me. So regarding Passover in Exodus, and you can please read the Passover. It's in Exodus 11, uh, chapters 11 through 15. It's so good. It's so good. And in chapter 12, verse 14... The Lord says, "This is a day you are to commemorate for the generations to come. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance." So tomorrow night, I don't if you if you are single, if you want to gather by, you know, your family, get them together and pray. And honestly, be seeking your hearts. You can repent before the Lord in the secret place, and you can do it as a family. This is a divine reset. That's another word over and over and over again, the divine reset, reset, this divine pause. And we're we're turning, we're seeing the turning already. So let's just keep going.
3: Wrap up just and do communion as we do. Um, so you can take a minute here and gather something up if you want to do communion with us. But um, I wanted to share that uh, I think it was last month. I'm not sure if it was last month or the month before. it, One of this, these very prayer nights, we had a young lady that was here um, who had had kidney issues, severe kidney problems. Was on a uh, transplant list. Had been on transplant transplant list for quite a while. Um, and that night we prayed for healing for people and she had requested prayer for, you know, her body and whoever was praying over her had, said, you had kidney failure. And it wasn't even, I think it was like maybe three hours later, she got a phone call that there was uh, a kidney for her. She was at the hospital the next day less than within 12 hours. She's got a kidney that was working and functioning. And that is the miraculous uh, God that we're all talking about this is what God does he heals and so we just wanted to release healing over you tonight and so I'm just gonna pray if you have uh, issues in your body um, pain in your body it could be you fell and you have an elbow that hurts whatever it doesn't have to be massive it, it's all important to God and so we just want to release healing and health Over you. We know there are people who have had diagnoses. I know of some people going in tomorrow for biopsies. There are so many things that we're facing aside from this pandemic, and it's within your body or family members' bodies, whatever. And so we're just going to go after that here for a minute. And so, God, right now, we thank you that as we think about Passover, as we think about Friday when you were crucified on a cross, that your blood covers our health. God, it takes away the pain in our body. And so, right now, we just speak health to every single person that can hear my voice. Any pain has to go now in the name of Jesus. All diagnoses, um, whatever the doctors have said, we just ask, Lord, would you just reverse it? God, we know that it's a real diagnosis, but God, we know that you're able and capable and you're willing. And so, Father, would you just heal? We just declare healing in heaven to come into bodies right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And so as we get ready for communion, one thing that we just want to mention that, you know, thinking about Passover and, and that type of thing is, and I've, I've, we actually did this in our family, in our house last weekend. We went over and we prayed over every doorway in our home. And so just like as a marking of like, you know, because that's what, that's Passover they put the blood on the doors and that meant that the death angel or whatever passed over. And so that's what you're doing. It's symbolic, like go through your home, pray over your doors, pray over your kids' bedroom doors, pray over the doors that you come in and out of, that people come in and out of all around your home and just declare the blood of Jesus over every single door. I just believe in that. It may sound whack, but I believe in it because there's power in the blood of Jesus. And as we go through and declare that, that, that fear has to pass over, that uh, illness has to pass over, that all this stuff has to pass over our homes. And so we're going to go into communion time now, but just keep that in mind. Like As we're doing this, this is what this is all about.
7: So we would just invite you to grab some things in your own home and just prepare to take communion with us. If Jesus can turn... Water into wine, he can turn Cheetos and Mountain Dew into communion. So take whatever you have and join with us in this. As we take this, I want you to think about this. Jesus' body is more than enough. Jesus paid the price for our healing and he paid the price for our sins. So take take the bread or whatever you have that's, that you're using in place of the bread and just look at it. And just think about the healing that Jesus brings, that he is bigger than any virus. He's bigger than any sickness. He is bigger than whatever's going on in you. And he's bigger than what's going on outside of you. So I want you to take this and I want you to think about it. I want you to look at it. I want you to accept it and let him do in you and through you what he intended this to be. Lord, we thank you for your body. We thank you that you paid the price for our health for our healing, for our wholeness, and for us to be conduits for health, healing, and wholeness to those around us. We thank you in your name as we take your body now.
8: And as we prepare to take the, um, the juice, um, I was just reminded of the scripture about communion. Um, and the way it starts says the the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread and when he gave thanks. I feel like this is an opportunity tonight to have a moment to just say thank you. And I know that there are many of you in situations that you're probably thinking, how can I possibly thank Jesus? And tonight as you take communion, this is absolutely the place where you can thank him. You can thank him for dying on the cross. This week it's been so heavy on my heart that that he died, that we could have full access into heaven. The veil was torn from top to bottom so that we can have full access to go in and, and pray and worship, that we don't have to go through a priest, that we don't have to sacrifice animals, that Jesus paid a price, a very, very, very costly price, that we have full access. And so today, as you take your communion cup, and even in a posture um, of thankfulness, I just encourage you to just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that I can come to you with all of my crud and blemishes, that your blood is enough to cover all of those things, that your blood is enough. And just how in Passover they took the blood and covered the doorways. I just feel like the Lord is saying, Let my blood cover you tonight. Let it be the marking on your life. Let it be a covering. Let it be a covering. So I encourage you as you take the blood, take the juice rather, representing his blood, to just thank him. Thank him for what he did this week for you. Thank you, Jesus, that your blood, that your blood is enough, that your blood covers our sins, that you paid such a costly price such a costly price for us to have full access to you thank you jesus you can go ahead and take your juice
7: so as we finish that tonight the juice is jesus blood which paid for our sins And these are time if you haven't turned to him it's time to turn to him he loves you he wants you to just receive him so just go ahead and, and give him all of you right now and as we do this we want to reach into hope we want to look out into hope and see what the hope that god is giving us through jesus but we even want to go beyond hope into joy this is a week of joy that jesus came He paid the price for sin, for death, for sickness. So we just speak blessing over everyone watching this tonight. We speak blessing over anyone that's connected to those who are watching. Lord, we bless you. We thank you, God. And we just anticipate the goodness of you pouring out. We thank you for your joy in your holy name. Amen.